The Successful Servant Leader Podcast is all about the pioneer woman on her unique journey of becoming and being who God has called her to be. The divine connection between the wealth mindset and success in every area of our lives can no longer be denied. Successful Servant Leader teaches us how to increase our confidence and strategically and effectively serve while in the pursuit of success in our lives, our faith, and our businesses. I'm your host, Victoria Grace, and welcome to the show. Hey family, welcome to this episode of the Successful Servant Leader Podcast. I'm super excited to be here as always. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of this movement. Y'all already know I am so glad that you're here. Give yourself a pat on the back for intentionally choosing to be a part of this conversation that will surely help all of us level up spiritually, personally, and professionally. If you're new here, welcome. Woohoo! Welcome. Go ahead and make sure that you hit that subscribe button on whatever app you are listening on. You will get a fresh episode on either the wealthy place, healthy behavior change, and current events and topics related to the modern day servant leader and the modern day pioneer every single week. You guys already know I have to tell you happy new week, happy Monday. I'm just grateful and I thank God that we are here again for another new week. You guys, August is almost over. Like it's literally August 22nd when you'll be listening to this. Can you believe that August is pretty much done? (laughs) I cannot believe it. Time is literally just flying by, but I do pray that your last week was off the chain. And girl, if it wasn't, let's do what we can together to make sure that this week is. And I think that today's topic will definitely do that for you, okay? Now, let's get right into today's BT. It is based off of Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. And I, when I tell you guys, I usually do my biblical truths ahead of time because that's the only way I can make sure that they go out at the frequency that they do go out. And it just completely aligns Every single time, every single week, it just completely aligns. So get ready, say it with me, take a deep breath, breathe in, breathe out. I accept that I should not lean unto my own understanding. I accept God's blueprint and strategies as he is the CEO of my life of my business, of my ministry, period. Y'all want me to say that again? I accept that I should not lean unto my own understanding. I accept God's blueprint and strategies as he is the CEO of my life, of my business, of my ministry, period. I, I just... I can't even tell you every single time it aligns so well. If you need to, I implore you to go back and say that again. Say it till you believe it, okay? Say it until you believe it because once you actually believe it and you just keep on saying it, okay, girl, because eventually you ain't gonna have no choice but to believe it and just surrender and be like, okay, God, here you go. But 
once you actually surrender, today's topic that we're going to talk about today, not easy, possible, is going to make so much more sense. It's going to be that much more powerful for you. And yeah, like, except that you should not be leaning into your own understanding ever in any situation and just accept God's blueprint and his strategies for your life because he is the head of your life. If you're listening to this episode, if you're listening to this podcast, whether you're new or you've been here for a while, God is the CEO of our lives. He's the head of our lives. And that's just what it has to be so that we can boldly and confidently operate in the wealth mindset, in the wealthy place. You know what I'm saying? So stand firmly on today's biblical truth. Believe that you have the power and the authority through Christ to mentally and physically align yourself with God's truth regularly and consistently, not just on occasion. You guys already know our biblical truths come directly from our amazing community, Sisters in Pursuit, our free networking community, and clarion call to servant leaders worldwide to emerge and be the pioneers that God has called them to be. The link to our amazing community, Sisters in Pursuit, is available in the show notes. Please go ahead and check it out. It's free. It's no reason that if you've been listening to this podcast consistently that you have not joined us yet. Like I... I don't know what you're doing, sis. Click the link in the show notes and join us inside of our amazing community. Just a quick reminder, you guys, make sure that you join us weekly for our power prayer calls. They are every single week. The access information is in the show notes, as well as you get reminders right inside of Sisters in Pursuit. Like there's no reason that you guys should not be on that prayer call. It is so powerful and I just want you on there, okay? That's just my reminder really, really quickly. We're gonna go ahead and get into our topic for this week. It is August 22nd, like I said. We have one more Monday in this month and then August is done. As of next Thursday, we will be in September. And so I already know what we'll be talking about next Monday, but we have to go over this topic today before we get into September. God is not playing with us, number one. He keeps telling us, All of these things concerning the wealthy place, concerning our mindset, concerning how we operate, right? Divine activation, divine revelation, restoration. Remember, I've been talking about restoration since January. There is a reason for all of this. And the fact that just three weeks ago, I gave you guys an episode explaining and talking about the value and the importance of this month, the eighth month of the year, how saturation was supposed to be your portion, how overflow was supposed to be your portion, not just new beginnings, but really just an oversaturation of the new things that God wanted to do in your life, okay? And I think that it's really important that we talk about this. So the topic, the title today is Not Easy, Possible. And when I say not easy, possible, you're probably like, Victoria, what are you talking about? What's not easy but possible? Like, what is this? And the word here is faith. The word is faith. The word faith is a noun and it means Complete trust or confidence in someone or something, strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. Key word here. I'm giving you guys this worldly definition because I mean, God is, 
he is not a, first of all, he's not a God that he should lie. Secondly, everything that he says is true. And every time somebody tries to discount God, every time they try to do it, it's like it, you tried it, but the facts are in his word. Every time they try to discount the word of God, the Bible, the facts are literally in the word and the world in which we live in literally took everything from his word. Like, I just don't understand how people don't understand it, but I hope you understand what I'm trying to get you to understand. Okay. <laughs> so the last part of the definition goes on to say a system of religious belief, a strongly held belief or theory. Now you already know, we ain't talking about religion over here at all. We are talking about relationship with God and it comes directly from his word. It's the instructions are directly in his word, not in some type of religious rules and all of these different things. We are strictly going off of the word of God. And so when we talk about this word faith at the end of that second definition, it says based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. So y'all already know Hebrews 11 and one says for faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. The first part of this worldly definition says complete trust or confidence in someone or something. The first part of Hebrews 11 and one says for faith is confidence Faith is confidence in what we hope for. The second part of the worldly definition says strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. The second part of Hebrews 11 and 1 says assurance. Faith is assurance about what we do not see. It is assurance about what we do not see. And what I need you guys to understand today is faith does not make things easy. Faith makes things possible. Now, because I know that you already know what the word confidence means, you already understand this. Let's talk about this word assurance really quickly. And God, he is just so good. Now we're going to go back to the worldly definition, right? Of the word assurance. The first, the first thing that it says is a positive declaration. What are our biblical truths? What are our BTs? So a positive declaration intended to give confidence, a promise. So if we go back to Hebrews 11 and one for faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. It is a promise about what we do not see yet. It is a promise. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Jesus. It is a promise for what we do not see yet. The next part of the worldly definition says confidence or certainty in one's own abilities, certainty about something. Assurance is not only the promise that God has given us. It is also that encouragement and that strength and that oomph, that push that we need that tells us you can go ahead and do this. You are good enough to do this. You are worthy enough to do this because I am backing you according to Hebrews 11 and 1. Assurance about what we do not see. This worldly definition says confidence or certainty in one's own abilities. So this is the worldly definition of assurance 
confidence or certainty in one's own abilities. We know we get our abilities from God. We know that every time we're operating in fear and imposter syndrome, God did not give that to us. But we know for a fact that we are good at giving service-based business strategy. We know for a fact that we are good at being an alignment coach. And I'm speaking for myself, right? But you know for a fact that you are good with the knowledge and expertise that you have, the experience that you've experienced over your life, that you've lived through over your life, the knowledge that you've gained, the, the certificates that you have, the degrees that you have, and just the experience in general that you have, that God is putting his stamp of qualification on, even though it's sometime hard for us to get through that spirit of paralysis. It has been assured. You are good enough. He's letting us know in Hebrews 11 and 1, for faith is the confidence in what we hope for. So we are confident in the things that we hope for. We're confident that we broke that generational curse and that we're building generational wealth. And now he's saying, I'm also going to give you assurance about what you do not yet see. Obviously, we're not going to see four, five, six, seven generations from now. Like we, we don't have that long on this earth, right? But he's letting us know that the work that you're putting in now, the prayers that you're praying for your first and second and third and fourth generations to come, the, the tears that you're crying, the work that you're doing now to break off that curse off your bloodline, he's giving you assurance. He's giving you the assurance that it is already done. He's giving you assurance that generational poverty is no longer your portion. He's giving you assurance that generational blessings, the things that you've been praying for, the things that you've been declaring and decreeing out of your mouth, it is so. How amazing is that? First and foremost, like I'm just blown away at this, how God literally just turned this one sentence into an entire teaching right? Like when we look at that word assurance, it says a positive declaration intended to give confidence. Our biblical truths, when I send those out, it's for a reason. It is not just because I want to sit up here and be spend hours upon hours every single week planning ahead just because I'm like, yep, I do this. No, I do it because I know for a fact there's power behind the words coming out of your own mouth. When you allow those words to come out of your mouth, you are letting that positive declaration come out of your mouth into your atmosphere. And it is intended to give you confidence in the Lord. It is intended to give you confidence in the word of God. It is intended to give you confidence in God's truth for your life, for your business, for your situation, Whatever the case may be, God has given you assurance. And I just love this so much. And I know for a fact that this is what we needed before we even step into our teaching for next week, before we even step into uh, September 1st, right? I cannot believe that August is gone, you guys. It's just blowing me right now. But I told you guys a long time ago that I have this sheet on my iPad and you, I implore you, okay, go do the same thing. I have a daily prescription. Now, mind you, I don't do this every day. I'm trying to get into the habit of doing it every day and making sure that I wake up in the morning with enough time. And y'all to go back to that faith does not make things easy. It makes things possible. I'm literally living it right now. My faith that I've had since 2017, 2018, 
has not made my life just easy, but it's made everything that I have experienced in that time frame possible. It's made everything that I've experienced in that time frame get me to the point where I am now. I'm telling y'all, I would just be like, okay, God, you gave me the dare to pursue process. You gave me all of these things and I've seen the growth. I've seen, I've seen the change of heart. I've seen the change of mindset. I've seen the change in myself, but I'm still not necessarily seeing the financial things, right? I'm still not necessarily seeing these things that I want to come to pass and these goals that I have for myself. I'm still not seeing these things. And God has continuously reminded me, faith has not made it easy. He's made it possible. And so even though I didn't see those things at that time, he always brought me back to Hebrews 11 and 1. It is confidence. Faith is confidence in what I hope for. And mind you, the same thing that I was hoping for last year is not the same thing that I'm hoping for this year because the things that I've hoped for last year have come to pass. I continue to believe and have faith that it is so and it has most definitely come to pass. Some things I'm still waiting on and I'm gonna let y'all know when it happens, okay? But... The point here is faith does not make things easy. It makes things possible. And that's why I continuously drive home every single week this concept of the wealth mindset, this concept of the wealthy place, because it is so important. If you do not have the foundations of the wealthy place, there will be no way for you to step into God's purpose that ha- that he has for your life. There will be no way for you to truly boldly and confidently be the pioneer that he's called you to be and to be the servant leader and the kingdom influencer that he has called you to be. And so back to the daily prescription, I wrote down these scriptures and just notes in general for me to just remember on a daily basis. It has, it's the, it's literally like just a foundation, a foundation because that foundation literally allows me to start my day. Like I give you guys those biblical truths. Okay. Yeah. But I also have my morning routine that if I don't do my morning routine and it sometimes include these daily prescriptions and sometimes it doesn't. However, if I don't do my morning routine, the rest of my day is out of whack. The rest of my day is off. And so that's just personally for me. I don't know if everybody is the same way, but personally for me, when I don't start my day with God, the rest of the day is off whack and I see it. I sense it. I smell it. I taste it. I feel it. Okay. Like it just... it's undeniable that when I don't start my day with God, there's no way for me to command that day. But when I do start my day with God, the day is mine. It has been commanded and what I say goes, okay? So I have my daily prescription, right? And so the first thing, other than all of the scriptures that I have, I have, oh my goodness, probably almost 20 scriptures written down and then some scriptures on the side where I didn't actually write them all out, but it's like, go back and reference if you need some additional help. Right. Um, as well as at the top, I've written the word, apply pressure in the spirit, apply pressure in the spirit, apply pressure in the spirit. Now, mind you, I wrote this back in Q2 of this year. I don't plan on ever erasing it. I plan on just continuously adding to it. However, God sees fit because I literally just added some more to it just a few days ago, just speaking words over myself. For instance, I am a prophetic voice. I'm allowing myself to say this on this platform now because God 
God is like, I need you to speak that into the atmosphere and I need you to embody that. I need you to be that because if I don't embody it, there will be no way for me to operate in it when I'm at the grocery store and God wants me to speak life into somebody because I, oh my goodness, guys, I encounter so many different things when I'm at the grocery store, at a stoplight, um, anywhere. And I'm like, should I say something? Should I not? And the thing is, when you're somebody like me who has struggled with people pleasing, who struggled with fear, who has, let me take that back, who has overcome people pleasing, who is a recovering people pleaser, right? Who is who has overcome fear, who has overcome imposter syndrome, who has overcome this spirit of paralysis, right? Because that spirit of paralysis wanted me to stay stuck and stagnant. That spirit of paralysis did not want me to get to the point to where I am now boldly and confidently saying, I am a prophetic voice. I am a destiny midwife. I am a finder and a steward of voices, okay? It didn't want me to get to this point because if I was to get to this point, then God can continue to take me to the next level of glory. Then God can continue to use me and take me to level after level. And I can continue to break that generational curse and build that generational wealth. Right. And so God wants you to embody his truth. He wants you to literally operate in his truth. If you don't understand operate, it means the way that you function on a daily basis. Embodiment, right? If you think about embodiment, it is actually becoming that thing, right? God wants you to become who he destined, he predestined for you to be. And I was so scared for such a long time to even let these words come out of my mouth because I've had people say it to me before. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's not me. And so literally inadvertently speaking against what it is God had already said. And then he gave me the confirmation just last week. And I'm honored, right? I'm honored because everything that I have been doing, Sisters in Pursuit, Successful Servant Leader Podcast, which used to be Grace, Faith, and Works, the podcast, right? If you've been here for a while, then you know, you know. And so back to the top of this daily prescription, like I said, I do have these scriptures here. Um, If you guys want to know the scriptures, because I'm not going to go through all of them, just reach out and I would be more than happy to share them with you. Um, I don't think that I am going to create a a blog post about it. I might. I don't know. I'll talk to God and see. But back to the top of this daily prescription, I literally have, this is your must have for the foundation of your faith. You must have enough faith to believe he can do it. You must have enough faith to believe he will do it. You must have enough faith to be obedient with the instructions, the blueprint, and the strategies that he gives you. And you must have enough faith to continue to pray until it manifests. And manifest means it comes to fruition. It comes to pass. And then the next thing here, the next thing here, I wrote down The first step to pursuing and receiving is believing. It is really just the foundational piece. The word says that you can have the faith as small as a mustard seed. A mustard seed is so tiny. And when you have that faith the size of a mustard seed, you can tell a mountain to move. And I think that a lot of times we think, oh, I can just say, you know, 
<laughs> I need a new house. I need a new car. But the thing is, the mountain is figurative. The mountain is like a figure of speech type of thing. God wants you to move that mountain in the spirit so that it can come to pass in the natural. And that is what I have literally been putting into place and just been working. And now God is literally moving profoundly in my business and in my life. And he had already been moving profoundly, right? I I mean, yeah, he's already been moving profoundly, but it's like it gets better and better with time. Again, it has not been easy, but everything has been possible and it has been worth it. Again, it has not been easy. I still live in a world that is chaotic. I still live in a world that does not care about the things of God. However, the things that I am planning for and hoping for and believing in have been possible with faith. And that faith, again, has not made it easy. I want to just drive that home for you guys. Faith does not make it easy. It makes it possible. I hope that I got through to somebody this week. I know that it was powerful for me and I pray that it was powerful for you. And so before I go today, you guys, God is so good. Your girl, he God gave me the strategy, y'all. She ain't come up with it. You already know that God gave me the strategy to dare to pursue back in 2018. And when he gave me that strategy, I applied that to my life and I was able to truly get over my roadblocks, my mental roadblocks. I was truly able to walk out of that people-pleasing, walk out of the fire, right, of people-pleasing, walk out of the fire of fear, walk out of the fire of imposter syndrome, walk out of the fire of spiritual paralysis. And I shared that with others. I've done live uh, events, 10-day events, (laughs) 10-day events, 10-day boot camps for Dare to Pursue. If you have never been a part of it, you have access to some of those recordings inside of Sisters in Pursuit, again, for free, and it's available in the show notes. But now God has taken it to a whole new level, a whole new level. He has told me to turn Dare to Pursue into an MVP day. That's right, y'all, an MVP day. Now, what's MVP? The MVP is the most valuable player. The most valuable player is a very, very, very important piece to the team. The most valuable player is a very, very, very essential, essential person in the execution of winning and meeting that goal, right? And so Dare to Pursue MVP days are going to be There will be more, but right now there's just one. The first one will be September 10th, so mark your calendars. The link is in the show notes to sign up. So let me just give you a little bit about it. It is a four-hour accelerator. It's pretty much like a VIP day, but God said MVP is the word because I'm talking directly to my pioneers, my people who are deciding to not be like the people who came before them, who are deciding to be better, my people who are saying, you know what, 
I'm going to break this generational curse and I'm going to build generational wealth spiritually and naturally. That's who the MVP is. We're not just talking about a VIP, which is a very important person because we're all very important people. Okay. I'm talking about the most valuable player on your team. How about the most valuable player in your bloodline? Oh, that's good. Thank you, God. The most valuable player in your bloodline. Okay. Because we are going to dare to pursue the breaking of generational curses and the building of generational wealth. And in that four hour period, we are going to go through my entire dare to pursue process. And at the end of that process, we are going to pinpoint and ask God to give us the direct strategy, the direct thing that it is that we should be doing outside of what we're doing right now, whether that be starting a ministry or whether that be starting a business or whether that be going further in our career, whatever the case may be, that is is what we will be in the pursuit of at the end of going through that entire dare to pursue process. So that is what I have for you guys this week on the Successful Servant Leader Podcast. I cannot wait to come back next week. If you haven't already, click that link in the show notes and get connected. Get connected to this amazing community that God clearly has his hand on you guys in this very moment. I just Y'all don't even understand, okay? Please get connected. Join me for that Dare to Pursue MVP day because you are the real MVP, okay? Um, And join me for everything else that we have going on and I'll see you next week.